Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to the Social Media Summit podcast. I am your host, Gus Ryan, and this is episode five. And in this episode, we're going to be talking to Lisa Toner from HubSpot. Now, if you're just listening in for the first time, I'd recommend you go back and check out episodes one to four. In the first one, we talked to the Social Media Summit founder, Samantha Kelly. In the second one, then, we talked to Natalie Moss from Wolfgang Digital. In the third one, we spoke to Andrea Finnegan from Airbnb about customer care and social media. And in the fourth one, then, we talked to Mary Smith, better known as the Queen of Facebook. Now, all of those will be speakers, obviously, on the day at the Social Media Summit, April 11th and 12th in Croke Park, Dublin, Ireland. And in addition to those speakers, we're going to hear from other people from companies such as Rothko, Qualtrics, Left Click, Right Click, Outset, Radical, Newswhip, The Lovin' Group, AdRoll, Unplugged, Cloud90, Twitter, and a whole lot more. You can find out all the details about all the speakers on socialmediasummit.ie and there are some tickets left which you can also purchase at socialmediasummit.ie. Our interview today, as I said, is Lisa Toner from HubSpot. And for those of you who haven't heard of HubSpot, and I can't imagine there's too many listening to this that haven't, but for those who haven't, and HubSpot are basically the creators back in 2005 of the whole concept of inbound marketing. Their website is a fantastic resource, regardless of your level, whatever you're doing in digital marketing, they'll have something for you, whether it's it's a checklist, a template, a how-to, and lots of it is downloadable or in PDF format. They also have a certification program. So even if you have some digital marketing qualifications already, you could treat their certifications like a CPD program, a constant professional development program that you see in some other industries. You know, you could take a certification each year just to keep your skills sharp. Now, without further ado, here is Lisa Toner from HubSpot. Delighted now to be joined by Lisa Toner in the fantastic HubSpot offices. Lisa, you're not jet lagged, but you're just back from San Francisco. How was it? It was amazing. I had sunshine sitting in a park, rented a, a hardtop convertible car to drive to wine country. How much better does it get? That sounds, <laughs> sounds pretty good. All right. So just get, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm not hearing too much of the wild Atlantic way in the accent, but that's the neck of the woods you're from? It is, yes. That's the first thing that most people say to me is you don't sound very Irish and you definitely don't sound like you're from Galway. Um, so I was actually born in Donegal, brought up in Galway, but... I don't know. I think I lost my accent between the Donegal and the Galway, but then I also spent a few years in Canada and working for an American company. You just have to be neutral to be heard and understood. So it's, the accent is gone. And uh, we were t- talking beforehand about how everyone who works for HubSpot seems to love HubSpot. So tell us, how did the love affair start? I actually was a customer of HubSpot before I became an employee. I was working out in Vancouver for a software company out there. And they were a customer. I was using the software every single day. I was reading the content like there was no tomorrow. I was a super fan of HubSpot. And essentially, I came home for a family wedding March about four years ago. And I heard that they were opening an office in Dublin. And I said, all right, well, it's time for me to move home to Ireland. I need to go work at HubSpot in Dublin. And that was it. And life's been good. Life has been great ever since. Haven't looked back. (laughs) So talk to us about your role here. What's what's the day-to-day like in HubSpot? Is there is there such a thing as a day-to-day routine or is it, you know, on, not uh, quite on the fly? Absolutely yeah. no day-to-day here. Every day is a learning experience. Every day we're 
we're trying new things. We're trying to be on the cutting edge of our industry and, and experiment and find new ways to approach things, but always putting our, our user experience first. So every day is interesting and every day is different. What specifically? You're involved in content here, is it? Yeah, so I came in four years ago as a content specialist. I've gotten up the ranks since then. I'm now running a team of content marketers who look after our content strategy for HubSpot's sales products. That's HubSpot CRM and HubSpot sales. Um, and also all of our influencer relations. Okay. So obviously you're talking at the social media summit and social media plays a huge role in inbound marketing, which HubSpot are obviously specializing in. So just talk to us about the role of social in inbound. Social plays many different roles, I think. Actually, it's, it's hard to pin down or define the role of social in inbound marketing, but it's definitely... Um, it's a way to engage people. It's, it's a way to deliver content to them and have conversations with them. It's a way to find out a lot of things. You can, if you have great social media monitoring, you can listen for keywords. You can listen for, you know, different triggers where you can jump into a conversation and salespeople can use social to better get context on who their leads are, what they care about, what their challenges are, when is a good time to jump into the conversation. It just plays so many key roles in being successful at inbound. And obviously, there's a lot of automation involved in the HubSpot products. Uh, give us your take on automation and social. So there, may, there might be two schools where some people say you have to be there and you have to turn up and in, engage. And that obviously is very important. But how important is the automation side of things? It's a really interesting question, and I think one with differing opinions depending on who you speak to. Me personally, I don't think social media should be automated on the broadcasting sense. I don't think people should really be, um, to a point, you should be teeing up your weekly posts as long as they're engaging, but that should definitely not be the only thing that you're doing. I think one great way to automate your social is the listening tools that I mentioned. So setting up um, a monitoring tool to listen for different mentions of your competitors, mentions of different keywords that your personas are using when, when they're showing intent to purchase, and then automating, you know, being notified when people are talking about you in that on social. Um, what I don't think you should be doing is that broadcasting and automating that too much. You need to be having conversations. You need to be, what we're trying to focus a lot more on now at HubSpot is, is using the native functionality of each different channel. So we don't treat Facebook the same way as we do LinkedIn or the way that we do Twitter. We do not have the same content going out on each platform. What we're doing is we're, we're taking advantage of the tools that each um, unique platform is giving us like Facebook live video is doing really well right now. Every marketer out there should be experimenting with Facebook live. They're giving you that tool. Why not take advantage of it? And you can't automate that. So the use of influencers and for marketers to do influencer outreach, which is very hard to say. Uh, do you have a view on that or any strategy around that? I know you have a bit of experience with that. Yeah, so we're done doing a ton of work with influencers right now um, simply because influencer marketing is a really great strategy if you get it right. You, For anyone who's starting out a business or launching a new product or building a new audience, there's a huge opportunity to tap into an already built audience that somebody else has. And the best way to do that is to figure out a great value exchange for that partnership. So uh, what I would recommend to people don't just reach out and ask for things. Like if you put yourself in their shoes and someone comes to you, they're going to get hundreds of people every week asking for stuff, asking for favors. Nobody just wants to give out favors all day long. 
So I would do a lot of research. I would come up with who you think your top influencers would be, what they're interested in, what their audience is interested in, and how you can help them achieve their goals. What I often find is really useful or um, helpful to actually get their attention is to get something that's really, really relevant to them. Um, someone who's just about to launch a book is a really great place to start because they're trying to amplify their own reach for that book. They're trying to find different ways to promote themselves. So if you can offer them something of value um, towards a goal that they personally are working towards, then that's going to get their attention. Um, so always think of it as a two-way relationship. What can you offer them? And then what do you want in exchange? So so the the instance of the person launching the book say you would reach out to them and say you're launching your book could i have a 10 minute interview with you and in exchange i'll promote your book to my social channels that type of thing and on my website yeah you could definitely do that you could do a campaign around the topic that the book talks about if it's relevant to your own audience you could have a cta on your website you could do blog posts around that topic and link to the book uh there's a ton of different things that you could do there okay very good tell us about selling like a human Yes. So we have a campaign that we have running at the moment at HubSpot called Sell Like a Human. We have Daniel Pink, best-selling author, hosting it. And then every month we'll have a special guest come and join him. And they'll talk about topics that actually our audience is voting on, on that landing page. The idea is that HubSpot as a, as a company, as a brand, we're trying to, yes, we're trying to sell selling or sales automation, marketing automation, but really we're trying to help salespeople and marketers do a better job and put the customer first. So the content is really all about how you can do more sales, um, you know, sell more, work less, but still have that human touch that people really respond to. So what we do is we try and get influential people to create, you know, it's all about creating really great, compelling content. And you have to admit sometimes you might not be the expert in everything, and that's okay. If you can find someone who is, and if you can find someone who's an expert in a topic that you care about, who has a great reach that you also want to get access to, that's that's a winning combo. Uh, and that's what we're trying to do at HubSpot with Sell Like a Human. Very good. Where, where do we find Sell Like a Human? Is it out or is it coming? Yeah, or? So we have two episodes launched already. You can find it on HubSpot.com forward slash Sell Like a Human. Um, and the next episode should be out in about a week. That will be with Jill Conrath. Last episode was, was with Seth Godin. You mentioned in your bio on the social media summit.ie website that you love innovation and, you know, don't come to me if you're just looking for the, the way to dial it in or the standard practice. You know, can you give us a couple of examples of fantastic innovation you've seen in social media, be it here at HubSpot or other companies? Sure. Um, so one thing that our growth markets team is currently working on, which I think is super cool, and actually our Sydney office came up with the idea originally, which is using chatbots on Facebook to deliver relevant content to someone. So it's basically, if you think about lead generation, you have a piece of content, and in exchange for that content, you're looking for certain uh, contact information or details from your lead. What we've built is actually, you could call it a conversational form or you could call it a chatbot. Essentially, what it's doing is asking you, um, would you like this piece of content that we think is relevant to you? If yes, and then it kind of offers you different things that you need to give us in order to get that piece of content delivered to you, which is actually filling out a form in the back end. So it gets directly fed into our back end system, gets rotated to a sales rep um, all through the Facebook Messenger. So they never have to go to our website. They never have to fill out a form. They're filling out a form without realizing it. And the whole sales process is happening in the background with them just interacting with this 
chatbot. So is the form almost like the conversation, basically? Exactly. So every answer that they give is feeding a field into the form. Okay, sounds, that sounds fascinating. So lastly then, tell us what we're going to hear from on the day in April. Yeah, so I'm actually going to do um, a session on the do's and don'ts of influencer marketing. I'm going to get into um, all of the things that I've done and failed at. I'm going to talk about things that I've seen other people do that make me cringe about influencer marketing and lessons that I've learned along the way that have been really effective for us here at HubSpot. Fantastic. Really looking forward to it. And Lisa Tona, thanks a million for your time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. So there you have it. That was Lisa Toner from HubSpot. She will, of course, be speaking in Croke Park on April the 11th and 12th at the Social Media Summit. In our next episode, episode six, we are going to talk to Amanda Webb from Spider Working, and we're going to cover the topic of blogging extensively with Amanda. So hopefully we will catch you on the next episode. Music.